For more than 65 years, Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital, has been meeting our community's health care needs. And we are proud to present the Healing Podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. For a person who may suffer a cardiac arrest, the first five minutes is a crucial window of time. Here to talk with us about the importance of the first five minutes in cardiac arrest care is Bridget Peterson, a registered nurse at Marin General Hospital. Bridget, thanks so much for your time. We hear of people having heart attacks, but how often does a person actually go into cardiac arrest? So patients go into cardiac arrest in and out of the hospital. Um, It's kind of hard to quantify how often that happens, but we have hundreds of cardiac arrests in Marin County each year, and many of them are in the hospital. So that first five minutes when someone suffers a cardiac arrest, why is that so important? So when a person goes into cardiac arrest, having aggressive cardiac arrest care and CPR and defibrillation or an AED is so crucial in saving a patient's life. It increased their chance of survival. So having a team of people right there start CPR really helps that patient. So that first five minutes is really crucial. And you mentioned survival rates go up. So this is really important that that person gets attended to right away. Absolutely. So can you then tell us about the first five minutes? What's the procedure? What are you training people on? So a few years ago, we started doing practice mock codes in our hospital and started running practice times with the staff, bringing a mannequin to the floor and having the staff practice cardiac arrest care with the Code Blue team. What I found was the staff that were there for right when the cardiac arrest happened needed a little more practice, needed some more hands-on time. And so I developed a new program at Marin General called First Five Minutes, and it's focusing on the team that's right there when a patient goes into cardiac arrest. So you're going through and training everyone at Marin General Hospital. Yeah, so we're, we really focus on the clinical staff, so all the, the different units from ER all the way up to ICU and all the different medical units all over the hospital. So, Bridget, what is your procedure for training everyone at Marin General Hospital? So, the program that I'm starting, we're initiating the the training in August and September. We have a lot of great nurses who um, volunteer to be a part of the program, and they're going to be first five minutes champions, and they're going to be the ones who we train to run these trainings on a very um, increased regular basis throughout the hospital, practicing those crucial first five minutes of cardiac arrest care. And what is that care? Is it basically aggressive CPR? What is that? Yes, so high-quality CPR is the most important thing. And also putting pads on the patient and seeing if it's a rhythm. You watch those ER shows and the patient goes flatline. Well, there's also different types of rhythms that could be shocked. And if the staff recognizes that and puts the patient on the special machine to shock the patient, that and the CPR is what drastically increases their uh, chance of survival. So this is for the hospital team to administer before the code blue team arrives. Is that right? Exactly. So in those five minutes where the code blue team is running up to the, to the cardiac arrest, the people that are right there are the ones administering these important interventions. And just so we all know, what exactly is the code blue team? That's the team that specializes in cardiac arrest? 
Yeah, so it uh, is comprised of an ER doctor and an ER nurse, um, just critical care nurses and respiratory therapists, pharmacists, a chaplain. There's a whole crew of people that come up, and as a team, we continue the care of the patient with the initial responders. So I know you're building a Code Blue first five minutes team. Can you tell us about that? So the first five minutes Code Blue team is going to be the entire clinical staff of the hospital. It's, this is what we're working towards. Anybody needs to have these skills. And every single person that works in the hospital already has American Heart Association BLS certification. However, this that's a two-year certification. And so we've decided we need to increase that hands-on time and have the training and hands-on practice more often than just every two years. So that's amazing, Bridget. So you're taking what is normal training for a healthcare professional and you're going, you know what, we're stepping it up a little bit. That's not good enough. Everybody's going to need to know how to do this, how to do the paddles, how to do the uh, CPR. We're, We're going above and beyond what is normally trained. Yes. And it's great. I've gotten great response from the staff. They're super enthusiastic, and I I keep having staff ask for more, which is kind of funny. I show up on these floors with my little cart with a mannequin, and at first people used to run from me and say, I don't want anything to do with this, and now they come and ask for this training. They, They love it. They want it. They are hungry for more. Well, it's got to offer a certain peace of mind knowing the training and knowing that boy, should I ever encounter this? I'm trained. I'm ready. I know what to do before the Code Blue team arrives. So that's really got to be a nice peace of mind for them. Absolutely. So in listening to you, Bridget, I'm thinking for someone listening that may not be a healthcare professional, are there tips from what you're talking about for them to use? Should they ever encounter someone who's in cardiac arrest? Can you tell us what to do in case we're in an airport or a restaurant and God forbid, wherever something like this happens, what should we be doing? That's a great question, and I want people to know that they can help these patients by getting on the ground next to that patient and see if they respond, and if they don't respond, then they need to get 911 coming and they can start CPR. And CPR sounds really scary, but it can actually save a patient's life if they are the first person there to not be afraid, and getting 911 there is crucial. The other thing is there's AEDs in public places, and those are the little special machines that can help shock a patient um, out of cardiac arrest. And so knowing that if you call for an AED, if you're in a public place, and follow the simple instructions on there, that could really help save the patient's life also. So first thing, call 911. Second thing, start the CPR compressions. And I know they've changed over the years before you had the five pumps and then blow into the (laughs) mouth. They're saying, forget about the mouth to mouth, just pump and pump faster. And I think if, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was to the beat of staying alive. Is that right? It is to that. And this year they actually, it's a little faster than that, but we're fine with staying alive. If somebody wants to stay with that, (laughs) it's a little faster than staying alive now. And then if there are more people around the individual, you should call out to somebody to look for that AED, right? Because a lot of public places do have them now. Absolutely. And they're very simple instructions. You literally just turn it on and it tells you place the pads and follow the steps one, two, three. Well, this is really good information. And is there anything else, Bridget, that we should know about people in cardiac arrest or that you want us to know about the Code Blue team you're building at Marin General Hospital? 
I just want to say that we have a super cohesive, great team at Marin General, and people are ready to dig their heels in and really work on this new project. I'm really excited, and I think it's going to really benefit the staff, and it's going to absolutely benefit our patients. Well, thank you, Bridget, for spearheading this great new procedure and training at Marin General Hospital. And thank you so much for your time today and talking with us about this. For more information, you can visit maringeneral.org. That's maringeneral.org. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin General Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital. And for more information, go to mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out our full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.